Good morning. It is Friday, August the 4th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. This is the last day of Romans. We have been at this for 90 days total, four months of span. You'll hear it in a minute. Let's begin with consecration. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a holy and living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Today's entry is entitled, Now to Him. Our text is Romans 16, verses 25 to 27. Hear now the word of the Lord. Now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel, the message I proclaim about Jesus Christ, in keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience that comes from faith, to the only wise God, be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of the Lord. Now, consider this. Now we come to the last mile of the marathon, which has been Romans for us these four months. Yes, it's been 16 weeks, 16 chapters, 7,114 words from Paul, and wrapped around that, 84,628 words from me. <laughs> It's kind of like the wake-up call has been my letter to you concerning Paul's letter. More like my 90 letters at five a week. Let's be clear, though. Without this magnum opus letter of Paul, there are no letters from me. In other words, apart from the Word of God, I have nothing of consequence to say. Thank God for the Word of God. And all of this is to say, without Jesus, Paul has nothing of consequence to say. No letter to write, no church to encourage, or as we would say on the farm, no row to hoe. With three little words, Paul, as they say in gymnastics, stuck the landing. Now to him. Jesus, 
All of this is about Jesus. Last week, I enjoyed one of the signal honors of my life to date. I got to serve as the Bible teacher at the Vacation Bible School of the Gillette Methodist Church. Turns out, it was the Vacation Bible School for the whole town of 600 souls. Surprisingly, all six churches here worked together as though they were one church. Anyway, we had about 50 kids from preschool through fourth grade. My classroom turned out to be the nursery, a circle of tiny chairs with a little table in the middle. You should have seen me. I had a bag full of props and a bucket full of candy and, yes, a sack full of seeds. They cycled through in age-level groups. The thought struck me more than once during the evening sessions. Why don't we have vacation Bible school for adults? I guess that's kind of what the wake-up call is, right? Anyway, on one of the evenings, we were going over John 3.16. The second graders were zealously reciting it with me. One of them, in particular, Walker, was particularly moved, visibly moved, by the verse. For God so loved the world, say it with me, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. As the verse ended, Walker raised his hand with an uncontainable urge to speak. As I recognized him, he said to the little circle of his peers and me, Do you realize God gave his only son? It was his only son. He didn't have any daughters. He didn't have any other sons. He didn't have twins. It was his only son. Jesus was his only son, and he came for our salvation. We, we all just kind of sat there for a minute, stunned, mesmerized by what the second grader evangelist had said. I'll never forget it. Now to him. Now to him who is able. Now to him who is able to establish you. Now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel. That, my friends, is what we want. We want to be established in the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel who is Jesus Christ. This happens as these three words become the go-to words of our everyday lives. Now to him. And those three words become six. Now to him who is able. And those six words become more words than can be counted. 
Paul shows us the way. Let's close it out with perhaps his greatest now to him. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. It's Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. The prayer. Abba Father, thank you for Jesus, for your only Son, for loving us so much you sent him to us. We love you, and now we would offer our lives to be sent into this world for you, with you, from you, and through you, for them. Now to him who is able. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. And let us close with the immortal benediction from the Apostle Jude, chapter 1, verse 24 and 25. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. The question. Now to him who is able. How do you fill in the rest of the sentence? From your heart, your home, your church, your city, today. Now to him who is able, what? What's next? Let's go. In the hymn, you know, we sing choruses on Friday now, and in celebration of our completion of this leg of our journey through Romans together, let's sing two of the greatest choruses of all time, the Gloria Patri and the Doxology. They are hymn number 33 and 682, respectively, in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. So let's sing these in a spirit of great joy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. Amen. Okay, I, I, I sense there's a lot of you out there that are just kind of getting warmed up. Let's do it one more time. Oh, come on, deep breath with all you got, guys. Let's, let's go for it today. This is the last day of Romans. Glory be to the Father. 
and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. And now, doxology. That's number 682 in the hymnal. You probably know it by heart. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. And let's do that one one more time. Let's hear all the parts out there. You ready? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, what better... What a better what better way is there to say now to him? Now to him. Well, guys, that's gonna be it for Romans. We did it. Congratulations. Now to him. Now to him who is able. I gotta be careful here. I'm gonna preach preach another sermon. What do you need him to be able to do in your life right now, in your family? What do we need Jesus to be able to do in our church, in our city, in this nation? I got one, Great Awakening. Now to him who is able to bring Great Awakening. Yeah. Let's, let's work with that. Let's, let's take that forward with us. Those last words, let's let them become our first words now. Now to him who is able. Well, I'd love for you to get a copy of the Acts Journal. That's going to figure prominently in this next series. I feel like we had a test run with our Romans Journal. We've improved it. It's got a lot more features to it. It's got a lot stronger translation in it. We did our best with Romans with what we had, but now it's time to go to the next level. I'm going to be calling on a lot of different ways of engaging with it, challenging you. Guys, we're going into a deep dive of the story of the church, the witness, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the acts of the apostles. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for praying for me this, for me this week, just to have a week off here in between. And then this next week, we're going to be doing the recap. We're just going to work, work through seven entries from across the Roman series. And I uh, hope it'll help bring back memory, help recall the, the, the shape of the journey and 
maybe some things you wanted to dig deeper into. Let's call that a Friday. We'll see you tomorrow with a Holy Spirit story. And uh, I'll be looking for you out there on the field today, sowing the seeds of love, the gospel of Jesus, kingdom of God for a great awakening. And it's for the awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.